Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone. Testosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code Jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. Choq.com code Jesse. Limited time offer. Subscription cancelable at any time. Consequences. Consequences are important. What should you do with a reporter? who exposes your private information. We'll talk about that tonight. Dave Reboy, Lee Smith, all that coming up on I'm Right. Consequences. Life's about them, isn't it? Consequences for what you do, what you don't do, what you say, what you don't say. In just a minute, I'm going to bring in my friend uh, Dave Reboy. It's a great example. Dave Reboy is, uh, well, a giant. He looks like he can bench press planet Earth. Dave Reboy says a lot of very opinionated things, strong things, takes strong stances on issues. Why don't people walk up to Dave Reboy and slap him in the face? 
because then he would punch your head off your shoulders. Consequences. Consequences are an important part of life. Libs of TikTok. You may not even know what that is. If you don't, that's fine. Just know that you've seen it a lot. It's an account on a social media site called Twitter. You probably know what Twitter is. And this Libs of TikTok account, all it does is it takes these TikTok videos, oftentimes of insane pedophiles and groomers of teachers, and it puts them onto Twitter. That's all the account does. It takes a video, never offers an opinion, puts the video on Twitter so everyone can see this is what these people are. And today, there was a big story in the Washington Post about it. Some communist journalist named Taylor Lorenz decides to run a story about libs of TikTok. Only Taylor Lorenz, right there in the article, included a link. They exposed who this person really is. Not going to go into it, obviously, on my show. The link, if you follow it, exposed this person's occupation, license number, and home address. So just making sure I wrap all this up for you here. An anonymous account that takes public videos from one website and puts them on another website has just had their name, occupation, and home address exposed by, I believe, the third biggest newspaper in the United States of America, which brings us to our point about consequences. What should be done about that? Because I'll tell you what we have done about that in the past. This is what we've done on the right. Look, I'm probably guilty of it too. That's not fair! You shouldn't do this. This is wrong. Uh, someone condemn it. This is wrong. Should we condemn it? Let's, let's write out a strongly worded letter. That's what we've done. But is that consequences? Does Taylor Lorenz to the Washington Post, do they genuinely care if you or I go on Facebook right now and say, this is unfair? No, they don't care. Those aren't consequences. Or, or we'll do this on the right. We love doing this. We point out the hypocrisy. Because it was just a couple weeks ago, Taylor Lorenz went on MSNBC and gave this interview whining about how people treat her. You feel like any little piece of information that gets out on you will be used by the worst people on the internet to destroy your life. It's horrifying. I'm so sorry. Man. So what would we do normally? <laughs> what a hypocrite. She doesn't want to be harassed, but she's harassing people. The hypocrisy. But we've been doing all this. And they're not stopping. If anything, they're picking up steam. They're not slowing down. They're not stopping. They're not examining the error of their ways. They're not sitting at home thinking, ah, oh, dang it, they're right. I am a hypocrite. That's my bad. I'm going to change my ways. These things haven't worked because these things aren't consequences to the communist. The communist knows he's, he's a hypocrite. He knows he's a liar. The communists, like Taylor Lorenz and also her editor, Christina Passariello, and also the former Twitter employee by the name of Travis Brown, who undoubtedly helped her track down all this information and helped Taylor Lorenz actually go to the homes of the relatives of the anonymous Twitter account. That's right, we have pictures of her knocking on the door of somebody's relative. But again, the, the communist understands consequences and calling him hypocrite is not consequences. What are we prepared to do to stop this? Because calling them liars and hypocrites doesn't work.
The communist is religiously committed to what he believes. Taylor Lorenz doesn't think she's a communist, or doesn't think she's a liar, or doesn't think she's a hypocrite. She thinks she's a religious zealot out there campaigning on behalf of her God. And a religious zealot cannot be dissuaded by accusations of lying or hypocrisy. A religious zealot is only ever dissuaded by force. What do I mean? Someone needs to go knock on the home of her relatives. As a reporter, nothing violent. Private information needs to be exposed. And relatives and Taylor herself should be asked questions at their front door. Now, that may make you uncomfortable. Maybe you're sitting there cringing right now. I don't like that, Jesse. I don't like that. I don't want to live in a country like that. But do you get to pick what kind of country you live in? I sure don't. That's what we have. If we want this kind of vile behavior to stop, we will either stop it or it's going to go on forever. You can sit at home saying, hypocrite, and see if the communist backs off. I say we should mobilize. And when things like this are done, we return fire in a lawful way. Go knock on someone's door, ask some questions on camera. We return fire and see if they don't second guess the next time they think about doing such things. But let's ask my friend Avery Boy about that. Again, highly recommend you subscribe to his Substack Late Republic Nonsense. Dave? Oh, he's also a senior fellow at the Claremont Institute. Dave, am I out of line? No, not at all. I mean, the important thing to understand about Taylor Lorenz, who is, you know, one of the most horrible human beings uh, in, in, in the world, is that she is a soldier in an information war. And as such, she's not acting alone. You know, I mean, soldier implies um, there is an army behind her, and there definitely is. So a lot of attention is being paid now to what, um, you know, to uh, doxing someone and uh, and potentially opening them up to physical threats or harassment or, or uh, you know, other, other kinds of physical things. But really, that's not the major threat. Um, the likelihood that that's happening is not, you know, it's not zero. Um, but it is far more likely that um, that the the doxing or the the putting a putting a, a name and a real person um, associated with the libs of TikTok account is going to allow other forces in that army, um, namely large financial institutions, namely um, social media outlets, uh, businesses, services, uh, the U.S. government to actually target this person by name um, for deplatforming and, and depersonhood. We've seen this happen over and over again with with uh, with uh, different folks. This is exactly, I mean, we, th we think of it like, um, you know, those of us who are old enough to remember the Obama years and, um, and Saul Alinsky, you know, pick up target, uh, freeze it and polarize it. And uh, you cannot do that without someone's real name and real identity. So that's what that's what this is really about, I think. Is, um, David, is, is is targeting is, is allowing the the leftist ecosystem um, to to target people by name and to you know ruin them. When you talk about ruining and depersoning, can you give some kind of an example of that, or just explain what you mean? What do you mean depersoning? Sure. For example, um, you know, um, one of my friends, Robert Spencer, the uh, the author, was uh, contacted by his payment processor. He was taking. Um, you know, donations and doing sales of his books and other things um, online through PayPal. 
and PayPal wrote to him and said, no, you know, you're on some kind of uh, leftist uh, nonprofits list and uh, we're just going to get rid of you. Another thing happened to my friend Sargon of Akkad in, uh, in the UK with Patreon. Um, you know, and and uh, and it should be it should be noted that uh, when when Sargon was uh, was was kicked off and he was his his livelihood was was taken away from him because this was how he was making money. Um, other services like Dave Rubin's uh, locals popped up um, in order to um, in order to to sort of fill that gap. But but right now there really aren't many options. I mean, if you wake up in the morning and you decide and and uh, you know the the uh, the leftist overlords decide that um, you know that you, you shouldn't be banking at Wells Fargo, and they close your account. Or um, you know there are folks who are not able to stay at Airbnb or rent Ubers or use Grubhub or any one of these things that make you know life uh, possible in the modern world. Um, folks who are just banished to the outer reaches of uh, you know of, of, of digital life. Um, and and that's not to say. I mean, the 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 other thing, which is I think a, a major kind of uh, you know First Amendment violation, is is being removed from social media from massive social media networks like Facebook or Twitter or or or, or Google, YouTube, um, that amount to the public political space. I mean, if they can take you off of all of these things, they effectively deperson you and remove you from the public conversation. You may still be able Dave, to stand at a street corner and yell, but that's all you'll be able to do. Which is not very effective. I have another little video of Taylor. Here she is. And online online harassment is such a is such a it's such a misnomer. Um, I think it's a huge problem because um, you know harassment is is a. Is is it? It's a tool to silence people, especially women and people of color, or people mm -hmm. from marginalized um, identities, for speaking out. And it, there's a very intentional like goal behind it. It's it's obviously it's death threats and all of that and rape threats on the daily. And it's not just Twitter. It's like every single surface, right? Like you know, my cell phone number getting out there, people calling, people Ugh, harassing my, my family members, stalking me. Like all of that is incredibly terrifying and invasive um and it's bled out into the physical world too which is even ter more terrifying right yeah. but uh, to me i think what what especially the media needs to understand about this is in terms of protecting their own reporters is this is just a tool like harassment is a tool to kind of discredit and silence journalists and the right-wing media plays along with it right you mentioned tucker carlson Okay, Dave, uh, I'm not going to do the thing that where I say hypocrite, because as you heard, I think that's just the lamest thing and it's not effective. But I am curious about how this person's mind works, and you're so good at that. All right, she believed what she just said right there, and yet within the last 48 hours, that person was standing on the doorstep of a relative of an anonymous Twitter account, peeking inside at the bookshelves, allegedly. What goes through that person's mind when they look at videos like that and then do something like that? Well, when I said she was a soldier, I, I really meant it. I mean, that's how she sees yeah. herself. This is how leftists are able to do things that, you know, we see as hypocrisy, um, you know, coming from the other side. But it's really not hypocrisy at all, as you, as you point out. It's, you know, the opposite side in a war. And, and if you read her piece, and I kind of made the mistake of reading it um, today about libs of TikTok, and of course there was, you know, there was nothing 
really newsworthy there at all, other than to give people a, a, a definite target um, to put a target on someone on someone's back. Um, the, the piece is full of talk about how, you know, basically any any time someone, um, you know, any time someone engages at all with the left and its and its most insane strident activists like the LGBTQ you know, PWXYZ crowd, um, they are, you know, necessarily causing them harm. And it's a ridiculous position. It's really the position of, of your speech is violence. So if you believe that, that any right-wing speech is violence, then you feel perfectly justified into doing this, into ruining, you know, any number of people's lives. Dave Reboy, thank you so much, my brother. Thank you. Look, soldier is a great way to describe them. That's how they view themselves. Again, I mean, we view them as reporters or biased or, or liberals or leftists or things like that. They don't look at themselves that way at all. We had better come around and wake up and realize what we're dealing with and be prepared to deal it back. Because I know the one thing soldiers understand. That's return fire. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Now, we have a big show for you tonight. We have Lee Smith. We have a great, a great, and I mean great, light in the mood section. All that and much, much more. Before we get to that, though, I know that it is allergy season because I see social media and everyone's complaining about having allergies right now. I understand that completely. I, look, I understand. I struggled with them forever. And I do say struggled because I don't have to struggle anymore. I have three Eden Pure Thunderstorms. The thing that cleans your air in your home, just like nature does after a thunderstorm. Constantly cleaning your air. No filter to replace, just constantly making sure the smells, virus, mold, things that are giving you allergies, making sure they're pulled out of your air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE and you get a three-pack for under $200. That's $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. A good sign as to whether there is free speech is, uh, is, is someone you don't like allowed to say something you don't like? And if that is the case, then we have free speech. And it's, it's damn annoying when someone you don't like says something you don't like. That is a sign of a healthy, functioning uh, free speech situation. Hard to argue with that. I'm not all in on the Elon Musk worship, but I will also not be looking a gift horse in the mouth. But I want to ask somebody wiser than me joining me now, my friend Lee Smith. He's the author of the book, The Permanent Coup, how enemies foreign and domestic targeted the American president. I also read everything else he writes. All right, Lee, the Elon Musk thing, obviously it's, it's run the gamut. There are Elon Musk worshipers. Some people say he's the antichrist. I really just fall in the middle and that I'm willing to use anyone and everyone who will be a tool for me against the communists. What says Lee Smith? I, I, I absolutely, I'm with you, Jesse, 100%. 
Um, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I think if the guy's going to get it done, then that's great. I'm certainly not rooting against him. I think that it's, it's probably a good time, however, for us as Americans to step back and say it's probably not a great sign that we're investing so much faith in an oligarch to preserve our right to freedom of speech, right? This is something that is granted by God. It's supposed to be, it's, 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 it's outlined, the, the protections are outlined in the Constitution of the United States, and the idea that we as a free people in a free country are turning to an oligarch as what many describe as the last best hope for free speech in America. I think it's time that we should think about that and maybe step that one back a little bit. But yeah, I'm totally with you. If this guy's gonna turn Twitter upside down and, and you know, shake out the real lunatics, God bless him, Godspeed, go Elon Musk. Lee, isn't this the way it generally goes, though? I mean, there haven't been that many free societies, but in a free society yeah. when the government gets, well, any society when the government gets corrupt and rotted and it's just completely broken, it's a man or several men that step up, and oftentimes they're rich, powerful men, and try to reform it. Now, lots of times I understand that's for selfish reasons, but that's just the history of the world, isn't it? I mean, I, 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 oftentimes, certainly it moves that way, but again, but we are an exceptional nation. We're an exceptional people, right? We are a free people. I think one of the things that's important to keep in mind, I, I, I've been, as I always do, Jesse, checking out your Twitter feed and the stuff that you've been saying about Taylor Lorenz, and this reminded me of something important because I think it does play into the Twitter stuff. It does play into the Elon, uh, Elon Musk material, and that's this, that... Uh, these are not journalists anymore, as, as, as I feel like I've been beating my head against the wall saying it. These are not journalists, right? Well, they're animals, of course, but this is the public face of the intelligence apparatus, and that's what we're up against as a free people. We're up against our own intelligence apparatus. So this should show us certain things how the world works in this way, whether we're talking about East Germany, whether we're talking about the current Communist Party of China, whether we're talking about Cuba, whatever kind of third world societies we're talking about, that's what it is, right? We're not talking about a biased media. We're not just talking about a bunch of, 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 of real brutes, a bunch of real thugs. We're talking about the public face of the intelligence apparatus, and that's the purpose they serve, right? That's what they're doing, and that's why they send her out after someone, after, why they send her out after the libs of TikTok person. Lee, you have something up, one final thing on this about Elon Musk in Saudi Arabia. It was odd. Early on, some Saudi prince comes out and gets in the mix, and everyone kind of looked around and thought, what? What's Saudi Arabia have anything to do with this yeah, thing? Yeah, Lee, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is uh, Al-Walid bin Talal, who's uh, a, a, a clown who historically sticks his foot in his mouth. Uh, many people remember right after the 9-11 attacks, it's Al-Walid bin Talal who shows up with a $10 million check for New York City. Uh, and then when he says, yeah, but you know, the Amer you Americans should probably stop backing the Israelis so much and be fair to the Palestinians. And then mayor of New York, God bless him, uh, Rudolph Giuliani, you know, basically, uh, you know, tears up uh, Al-Walid's check. And then the guy took a shot at, at Donald Trump in 2016. Donald Trump famously nicknamed him the Dopey Prince, right? So this guy, Al-Walid bin Talal, is no friend of, uh, of the pro-America section of the United States. 
right? Uh, that man, however, Mohammed bin Salman is. He, as Donald Trump himself said, Saudi Arabia is a very, for all of its many problems, Saudi Arabia is an important American ally. It's one of the cornerstones of American peace and prosperity for the last 75 years plus. So it was a bit strange to see some, you know, America first figures, conservative figures, going after Saudi Arabia itself. By all means, go after Al-Walid bin Talal. But to go after Mohammed bin Salman, I mean, this guy, he has the same enemies that we do, right? And we're talking about the oligarchs. We're talking about everyone from, uh, from Joe Biden to Jeff Bezos, the reporters at the Washington Post. So Mohammed bin Salman is an important American ally. And what we're seeing right now is the Biden faction getting rid of an important American ally and hurting or chipping away at the foundations of our peace and prosperity. Lee, you have a piece up in Tablet, which I would recommend people go read about Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin being in bed together. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, this is what's been going on since uh, since Barack Obama was president and Joe Biden was the vice president, right? What they've done consistently is they've used Russia as a proxy to make a deal with the Iranians over the what the deal is about, the nuclear weapons deal. It's not supposed to stop Iran from getting a bomb. It's very simple to understand what it is. In fact, it legalizes Iran's bomb, right? Whenever someone says, oh no, it's gonna stop them. No, it's not because of something called the sunset clauses. Once those sunset clauses restricting Iran's uh, nuclear weapons program, once they go away, once they subside, then Iran's nuclear weapons program will be totally legal. Why Barack Obama wanted that? And uh, why now Joe Biden wants that is another question. But the fact is, Vladimir Putin has been the middleman since at least 2011. So the idea that uh, on one hand, Joe Biden and the Biden team looks like they're playing very tough with Putin and the Russians. In fact, for all of the sanctions that are allegedly being imposed on Putin and his oligarchs, the Iran deal will fill Putin's war chests with at least $10 billion because Iran will become a Russian nuclear client. So anything that's happening right now in terms of sanctions regarding Ukraine will be offset by the deal that Joe Biden is cutting with the Iranians via Vladimir Putin. So again, we hear one thing coming from the Biden administration and its validators in the media. Reality is something else. Lee, what does that mean, nuclear client? What it means is that uh, that the Russians are the ones who help. Look, the Iranians, the Iranians have not been able to figure out. We keep hearing Obama said it. Now we're going to Biden says it too. You can't bomb knowledge. Once the Iranians have already figured out how to build a nuclear weapon, you can't get rid of the knowledge. Jesse, you and I, if we had an afternoon, we could da- we could order a pamphlet from Amazon telling us how to build a nuclear bomb. I'm not saying we should do it, but we could do it. Getting the knowledge to build a nuclear bomb is not the big deal. The big deal is building the infrastructure for a nuclear weapons program. And so that's what the Russians will be doing for the Iranians, helping them build the infrastructure to be able to produce nuclear weapons. Jeez. Lee, thank you so much, my brother. Jesse, thank you for having me on. All right. Mandates are lifted on the planes. We should be happy, and we should do something else. We'll talk about that in a second. Before we get there, though, let's talk about 
putting your money where your morals are. Talk about that a lot. I try to be better at it. I'm not perfect. I know you're trying. You're not perfect. Health insurance is a fairly easy one, especially if you're shopping for health insurance right now. You, your family, go to OneShare Health. They have every coverage imaginable, amazing prices, huge network, and it's a faith-based insurance company. They're so intent on giving back, they give 5% of every month to our soldiers struggling with PTSD. They give to places like Camp Hope and whatnot of your money. Your monthly, every month goes there. Go to my.onesharehealth.com slash Kelly, promo code Jesse Kelly. My.onesharehealth.com slash Kelly, promo code Jesse Kelly. We'll be back. administration announced that the Transportation Security Administration will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks in all U.S. airports and onboard aircraft. Smile. It's a good day. It is a good day. What, what happened? Well, Maybe you've been living under a rock. A Trump-appointed judge, former Clarence Thomas law clerk, I might point out, but a Trump-appointed judge in Florida said, hey, this is unlawful. You can't continue to make people put these things on their faces. And since then, we've got word that the Biden administration is not going to challenge this ruling. So your masks are off you, at least on planes. Now, what should you take from this? Well, right away, I think you should smile. We can, when we get wins, even if they're little wins, man, it's important that we take a minute to celebrate. There's so much ugly out there now. So much ugly out there. So much, I mean, you wake up in the morning, you do the same, I do the same thing you do. You wake up and you're browsing through the news and, oh man, that looks bad. Honey, did you see, oh, this looks, I do the same thing. We all do the same thing. We're just waterboarded with bad news at all times now. So when you get a win, even small wins, Take a minute, celebrate, be happy. Yes, we're taking back some ground. But I will caution you on this. I want you to watch this video of, of a flight attendant crying happy tears, because we have to have something hard to say. And on board the aircraft. Yes. If you'd like to continue wearing your mask, please feel free to do that. We do have extras if you would like one. First time in two years. Good for her. But let's have a talk. When you have something you can now take off of your face, and prior to that moment, the government was making you wear it on your face, and taking it off of your face gives you such relief that you cry tears of joy. Let's have a talk about our government. Let's have a talk about how abusive these people are. And I know, I know they did it all in the name of the public health, but of course, remember, that doesn't hold any water. 
That's why all the people in government have been caught without their masks on 10,000 times. So they never believed in the mask at all. So what did they believe in? They believe in controlling you and abusing you. If you do any studies of history or prison situations, prison camps, POWs, things like that, you'll find an extensive list of the prison guards making the prisoners do things that don't seem to have any place in them at all. I mean, they'll do things like, uh, hey, prisoners, there's a pile of rocks. I want you to go pick up that pile of rocks and move it over there. And they'll go do it, and then they'll say, okay, now pick up the pile of rocks and move it all back. Well, what for? It doesn't serve any purpose. The pile of rocks is right back where it's done. It does serve a purpose. It's letting the prisoners know who's in charge. They abused you for two years. Now you're crying tears of joy as they are forced to stop their abuse. It is important that you do not forget who your abuser is and why your abuser abused you. I mean, look, Jen Psaki, she ain't happy about this mask mandate being lifted. The CDC recommended continuing the order for additional time, two weeks, uh, to be able to assess the latest science in keeping with its responsibility to protect the American people. So this is obviously a disappointing decision. It's disappointed. But why would she be disappointed? Again, back to what I just said. Why would she be disappointed? Jen Psaki's been caught a thousand times without a mask on. So has Joe Biden, Dome, all of them. So why would they be disappointed you're not being forced to wear a mask anymore? Because these people see themselves as kings and queens, and they do believe it is important you see them as kings and queens. And the king, well, he likes to let the subjects know who's in charge. That's how they view you. Yes, cry your tears of joy. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Clap. Call a relative. Mom, I'm, I'm flying to meet you. I can finally take this mask off my face. Do all those things. Be happy. But do not forget who still rules you. Do not forget what kind of monsters we have in this country. All right. We still have Congressman Lee Zeldin. He's going to join us next. Before we get to that, let's talk about secure. I'm talking about S-E-K-U-R. And I'm talking about your email. Your email is not safe. It is not secure. It's not. That big corporate email account you have that was free. I can't, I love it. Google lets, lets me have free email. Do you think Google builds those gigantic fancy buildings in private planes because they give out things for free? No, 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 no. They're mining the data in your email. They're collecting the things you say, the things that are said to you. They're not only collecting it, they're selling it to other people. Your email is not safe. Go to secure.com, S-E-K-U-R. Use the promo code JESSE because it gets you 25% off. For $7.50 a month, you can have Swiss-based email that is actually secure. I say Swiss-based because American laws can't touch them. Secure.com, promo code JESSE. We'll be back. Well, 
We all know what the happy news of the day is, right? It dropped over the weekend. All of a sudden, a federal judge in Florida bans the old travel mandate for masks. There's all kinds of videos across the internet, people taking off their masks on planes. You got stewardesses dancing in the aisles. It's a great day, right? And I agree, it's a great day. Not going to be a Debbie Downer. But as the COVID stuff slowly goes away, as, and I do say slowly, it's not all gone yet. As it slowly goes away, I think it's critical we don't just do that <sighs> sigh of relief thing when the pain is finally gone. No, people did this to us. People did these things to us. And if they don't experience consequences, they'll do it again. Uh, Kathy Hochul might be one of the worst offenders out there. She stepped right in after Cuomo got the hook. And, well, she's been awful. She was pictured again over the weekend. Here's Kathy Hochul, no mask, big shot politician, child mask. Isn't that just about typical? Joining me now, Republican Congress running against her, hope he wins, Lee Zeldin. Congressman, uh, I know it's human nature to just be like, hey, I'm, I'm just glad it's over. I just want to move on. But look, even if you're not the vengeful type, Congressman, that's not good enough. If we just move on, they're going to do it again over something, whether it's COVID or something else. Heck yeah. And actually right now, as you and I are having this conversation, we just saw Kathy Hochul in light of that federal judge killing the travel mask mandate. She says it's going to continue on MTA. And then I saw an announcement that JFK LaGuardia, they were going to continue the mask mandate. I saw an announcement come out for uh, the taxi cabs in New York City. They're going to continue the mask mandate. You still have toddlers in school in New York City with the masks. And you brought up Andrew Cuomo. Uh, you know, one of the reasons why people say that Andrew Cuomo 2.0 with Kathy Hochul is worse than the original. I, do you remember that week? It was, uh, you know, a couple months ago where blue state governors, one after another, were rolling back their statewide mask mandate. It was uh, over the course of a Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, Andrew Cuomo probably would have saw that coming and on Monday, got rid of the statewide mask mandate in New York and then claimed credit for every other blue state control free governor. But what Kathy Hochul did on Thursday, she was the only one to extend the school mask mandate in New York. So yeah, no, we better not forget because they will do it again. Well, why? With such a state, I, I just, it, it confuses me. Why would she press so hard? I'm not na naive enough to think New York is as red as Texas. I don't think it's as blue as people say it is, but it's not, it's not like there aren't real people that live there who don't want to live under mask mandates, especially for school kids. And yet she goes all in as blue as any place in the country. And I can't figure out why when she has an election coming up. Well, one theory is that she has a Democratic Party primary coming up on June 28th. It is polling well inside of the Democratic Party primary base. Now, Jesse, you're in touch with where everybody else in America, everyone else in New York is on this issue. Uh, people want to see all the mandates ended, but if there was a last bastion of people who are lusting that government knows best control over daily lives, uh, you'll see it inside of a Democratic Party primary base. I think that might be part of the calculation, but also Kathy Hochul herself, she thinks that New Yorkers want an emperor governor. She's called on New Yorkers to be her apostles to go out and get the COVID shot. Uh, she lusts power and control. She's changed election law in the name of COVID. 
and she wants to be able to spend more money and have more emergency powers that she wouldn't normally have in the name of COVID. So she has all sorts of incentives to do the wrong thing here, but ultimately the power of the people at the ballot box, November 8th, you need to fight for your own freedom and fire these control freaks. Congressman, what can we do to ensure accountability besides elections? I, I know we have elections coming up, but I'm sorry, getting bounced from your office, whether it be governor, president, congressman, senator, getting bounced from your office, those aren't consequences for having abused your power like this. What can we do? Well, what you're doing and a whole bunch of other people who have platforms are doing is educating and advocating uh, making sure that people are aware of what you're seeing, what you're learning, because what, what's happened throughout COVID is that the average American is thinking instinctively what the right answer is on a particular question, or, or maybe actually what government is telling them is a universal truth, and just the person who's watching your show is saying to themselves, it just doesn't make sense, it doesn't add up, but then they hear you talking about, they hear others talking about, whether you're a member of Congress, you're in the media or otherwise, uh, that level of accountability is, is hugely important. Ultimately, I would say the biggest thing here is power. I mean, information is power, uh, but we need to make sure that the people who say have the gavels come January, because the Biden administration's still gonna be in office, there could very well be some new strand and this administration might be looking to enact some new mandate and make sure that you know, having Jerry Nadler as the chair of the House Judiciary Committee is very different than having Jim Jordan as the chair of the House Judiciary Committee. So the media doing everything in their power, uh, Republicans hopefully providing a balance of power, uh, taking over for Pelosi and Schiff and Nadler and Waters, that's going to be important. Uh, and then also individually, you know, we have options for ourselves in our own daily lives. And we don't have to do every single thing that that blue state uh, governor or that blue city mayor is trying to force us in, into and you know, kind of shaming people into a certain way of behavior and not willing to question anything that gets delivered to us uh, as they continue to shift their moral compass. The worst part of it is that they insist that, that their constituents instantly uh, recalibrate their moral compass to align with theirs. Uh, we are you know, we're individuals free to be able to make our own decisions and to do what's best for our families, smart enough to realize common sense and, and truly what science is. Speaking of consequences, crime, uh, obviously this is something that anyone in any big city in the country right now or surrounding the urban areas is aware of. Crime is simply out of control. We know why it's out of control. All this defund the police, blame the police crap. And yet we have these big city mayors, guys like Eric Adams, blaming Republicans. I think the president has done an amazing job, but you've heard the narrative beforehand about defunding the police. Let me tell you what the defunders of police are. Those are those who did not vote on the Build Back Better bill. Okay, uh, that's insane and that's not going to stick, right? There's no way people are going to buy the Republicans or the defund the police party. No, I mean, I, I was raised in a law enforcement household. I unapologetically backed the blue uh, I believe that every state should enact a law enforcement bill of rights. We should repeal cashless bail. We should 
fire district attorneys who refuse to enforce the law. Uh, Republicans, conservatives are talking about ways to secure our streets, to secure our subways. Uh, we are concerned about all different kinds of crime where you're seeing Democrats trying to talk just about guns. Are there crimes committed in New York City with illegal guns? Sure, but, but that doesn't deal with the person who's pushed in front of an oncoming subway car and gets killed, or the person who's punched for being Asian or wearing a yarmulke or being a Sikh cab driver or being stabbed to death in their apartment in lower Manhattan, or they're having their small business looted. Uh, there are changes to laws that have to happen. Uh, we can't be releasing people early from prison who haven't yet finished their sentence. We shouldn't be wiping slates clean altogether of people who have big records uh, we should provide judges with information about that 17-year-old, that 16-year-old. Uh, you know, we're seeing out-of-state capitals these changes of policies, discovery laws, advocating for sending social workers instead of law enforcement to that domestic violence call. Yeah, I mean, the argument of just trying to pin this on Republicans doesn't pass the smell test because we are an all-options-are-on-the-table approach towards cleaning up our streets and opposing very strongly the policies that are causing rising crime, which are products of the far left to fund the police movement. Uh, and the average American is able to realize this all for themselves. Congressman, thank you so much. I appreciate you. You got it. Thank you. All right. We got light in the mood coming up next. But before we get to that, it's time for you to become a First TV supporter. And I'll give you a little incentive. We have a special coming up this Friday. Democrats are going to be desperate going into 2022. Everyone knows that. What are we going to do about it? What are they going to do? Well, go to thefirsttv.com slash support and sign up. Thefirsttv.com slash support. We'll be back. Well, everyone knows how much I love Italians. And, all right, I, I don't. I, I make fun of Italians all the time, even though I actually do love them. But they can't eat. And that pains me to say that. Look, when I have to pay an Italian a compliment, it hurts. But daggone, those people can eat. And one of the more underrated things out there is prosciutto. Now, I didn't know this because I'm uncultured white trash swine, but apparently prosciutto takes like a year to make. I'm not making that up. It's, it's a whole process. I just thought it was something amazing. I just shoved it in my mouth whenever you get into a party. But it's a process. And surprise, surprise, these Italians are quite picky about how the prosciutto gets cut, like this Italian grandfather. Get it done right. I'll see you tomorrow. Who?
Who is there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. Over 80 walks, runs, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.